Hey guys, this is JC. I just wanted to pop in here really quick just to let you guys know that we did end up having to cut this week's episode a little bit short due to privacy. Um, we had to cut out a story that we felt might hinder one of our listeners' privacy, and that's never something that we want to do. We do appreciate everyone who sent in questions or wanting advice from us and we just want to try and keep things light here so we hope you enjoy this episode and you understand thank you so much hello everybody welcome back to dog diaries this is jc and i'm logan and we are so excited you guys are back for another episode this week we are doing an advice segment um we got quite a few responses so we are excited to go through them and Give give our unprofessional advice. <laughs> right. Our two cents, yeah. if you will. <laughs> two cents from two 24-year-olds that don't often know what the heck they're doing. Right. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, we hope we can get some insight and maybe others can relate or even give their own advice um, as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know I posted on our Instagram, but we also have a Reddit page that I posted on. Um, and we got mm-hmm. a few responses there. So I'm not sure if those people know us like in person or if they'll be listening, but we definitely appreciate you guys responding and hope we can help you guys out and make some connections through that as well. Yeah. And there's some interesting ones as well. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, dang, y'all spilling the tea. Right? I guess you, you feel more comfortable on Reddit because nobody knows you. Yeah. Um, except for when you meet somebody off Reddit and then they know you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this past weekend, I actually connected with a friend here where I live and it it went really well, but it could have gone really not well. And I've never, yes. ever met anybody off the internet, except, you know, Reddit, you don't, it's just a username. It's not even your name most of the mm-hmm. time. And you don't have any pictures. You don't have any, anything to like verify that somebody's who they say they are. So yeah. It was it was a little nerve wracking. <laughs> Man, when you texted me about it, you're like, "Okay, scale one to ten, how sketchy is this?" And I'm like, mm, <laughs> "I want to support you in this, but I was just I was freaking out for you a little bit, and you just seemed very comfortable with it, like you knew what you were doing, and so I embraced it. And I'm so glad that you did because it sounded sounded like you had like such a good time yeah I really did and I needed it because sometimes you know your girl can just get a little lonely out here yeah yeah (laughs) just kind of how I was talking about last week like you do the same thing over and over throughout the day or uh, throughout the week um like just working and you're working from home so you're not really interacting much like with people in person Mm -hmm. um except for like Zach but you know he's working a lot too so yeah I was just really grateful even honestly it was just like an excuse to get out of the house and I'm just glad I I went for it honestly yeah pre-COVID me probably would have never done that so I don't know if that's you know a good growth or um a bad one but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good for sure I was definitely proud of you I would not have been comfortable enough to step out like that so I just think that's awesome I, it was good. And I know you had my back. You and Zach were obviously checking my location, checking in with me, making sure everything was going well. So yeah. 
but it don't you know don't worry guys it wasn't like I wasn't like oh I'm gonna go to this random house with somebody no like it was a outdoor bar and grill patio setting in the middle of the day in the (laughs) middle of the day yeah no no crazy scenarios I watch enough Dateline (laughs) right just know that will I do it again like with somebody else I don't probably not just because you know, I'm kind of like a give it a chance, try anything once, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good experience. I just, I don't want to do it again and have the possibility of it being a bad experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. I totally get that. Okay. Are we ready to jump in to these stories and predicaments that people need advice for? Yes, please. All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Um, I'll go ahead and start with this okay. first one here. Okay. So it says, I need help dating. I am a 24-year-old guy, finishing my degree, six foot, nice face, work out semi-regularly, get along well with friends and sisters. Hobbies include programming, metalworking, hiking, video games, trap shooting. Don't really know what that is. I don't know what that is. And chess. I'm introverted and haven't had much experience with girls because my high school was two-thirds guys and in my field there's not a lot of girls in that in the field either how can i meet slash date them Hmm. first of all i wanted to start off with like okay you can very easily list off all of the things that are in your benefit very right (laughs) so i'm like "Mm, are you really that introverted I don't know. I just thought it was crazy how he's like, six foot, nice face. I work out yeah. too. Personally, what I think is that you're young. Maybe just chill out a little bit and yeah, kind of just let it happen when it's supposed to happen. But I understand like you wanting that connection and yeah. kind of questioning why it's not happening. But um, I think a lot of things can happen naturally, organically. You know, that's how I met Brad. And it was just like a total fluke type thing. So you could have something like that. Or if you're willing to put yourself out there more, I mean, I would suggest doing something along the lines of what you did. You know, you're like, I want a friend. I want to hang out with someone. You just have to put yourself out there. If oh, you're me? Looking for yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I just posted on Reddit for the yeah. town that I live in and, I mean, you know, happened to get a response, so. Exactly, and it's, like, I feel like that's very plausible. I know you have to be careful now with, I mean, times are weird still with COVID and everything. And, and just in general, like, yeah. people are kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> yes, that is very true, but, I mean... As long as you're being careful and you doing... You can take a chance. Yeah, take your chance and... take all the precautions you need to it sounds like you got some confidence and girls like that I feel like and you're in a great field so that's another thing that's going good for you so I say just put yourself out there and kind of like just see what happens yeah I feel like that's all you you really can do even if you go on a few bad dates like okay you know it's an experience and you learn from it but (laughs) I'll also say, and you have plenty of experience with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll also say, I I think you're right with like, don't want it so badly that it consumes you because then you're, you're going to build it up in your head and and nothing's going to meet your expectations. And that's just unfair to you and the people who you are 
interested in and might be interested in you. Like that's just an unfair expectation of them. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll also, this would be my advice personally. I think maybe instead of seeking women out solely for dating, maybe you should start off with trying to build friendships with women. Mm-hmm. And that way you can kind of build that connection, be more comfortable in those settings, especially social settings when there's more women than men, because it sounds like you've always been in a field or school where there's more men mm-hmm. than women. Um, and just learning how to, ta- not to be funny, but learning how to talk to them without yeah. it being awkward or feeling uncomfortable for either party. And if you make a few friends that are women, they can also probably help you in person because they'll know you more mm-hmm. with things that they think would be beneficial to you, whether that even just be your clothes or your different hobbies to try or just different things like that. They'll know a little bit more about you and be able to help kind of guide you. Not that that's their responsibility, but if you make those friendships, I'm sure they'd be happy to help you in person or maybe even have a friend they think you'd be a good match for. So yeah, that's some really good advice actually, because it's like, Maybe you just need to go about it the different a different way. Like if you yeah. go in thinking like, "Oh, I want to date her," I feel like that makes you more nervous, like yeah. subconsciously. So if you just go in thinking like, "We could be friends," or yeah, you know, exactly. just kind of go with the flow. Every woman you meet, instead of meeting them and thinking of like a potential partner, just think of it as you know, maybe we could have a connection and have a friendship. And if Mm -hmm. it leads to more great, if it doesn't, you know, just don't put that on yourself. Again, you're young. Yeah. I know both of us are in like long term relationships at your same age. We're both 24 too. Mm -hmm. So we can't understand that. But I I'm telling you, you're still young, like there's still plenty of time. So just make some authentic connections. And I promise you it'll blossom. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Uh, Let's (laughs) see here. It says, Logan and JC, I want to move out of my hometown, Wichita. (laughs) Why? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I am scared to do it. I don't know where exactly I want to go, but I know I want to get out of here. What tips do you have for figuring out my next steps? Um, That's a good one. It's, It's a scary thing. No matter where you are, your hometown or wherever your family and friends are, it's very hard to want to leave it. Like, I still sometimes wish I could be back in Wichita with my family and my friends just because it's easier and it's comfortable, but it's not for everybody. And I definitely condone if it's, if you're not feeling very fulfilled there that you need to get out. I think your first step is figuring out where you want to go because I will say Wichita is a very financially reasonable place to live and not everywhere is like that. So you're going to have to like make sure you have enough money to move wherever you're trying to go. Um, And secondly, you got to figure out your job. You got to figure out if you're going to be able to transfer, if you're working for somebody already or start interviewing at different companies with COVID. I mean, you can do zoom interviews for anywhere now. So Mm -hmm. I would say start applying to places that fit your skills and ultimately just do it. Just pick a day and do it. Don't don't yeah. just keep talking about it. Don't say someday I'm going to get out of here. Someday I'm going to move out of here. Someday I'm going to do this. Just do it. Say by October I'm leaving and, and stick to it. 
that's mm-hmm. what I had to do, what we, me and Zach had to do. It was hard, but I'm very thankful that we did do it because it helped us grow in so many ways. Yeah, I can't really speak from experience at all, but that was going to be what I was going to say. Like, as long as you got a job, as long as you have somewhere to stay, like, just go for it. Do it. You know, what's the worst you can do? What's the worst case scenario, right? Like, you get there and you find out that it's not exactly what you wanted and you try somewhere else or you move back home for a while, you know, like yeah. you can do anything you want. It's, it's yeah. The world is your oyster. Do it. You know, man, and- I wish I viewed it more that way. Like the thought of leaving my home state just terrifies me. Like <laughs> I get that too. I get that. I respect I, that. And I don't know. I, I don't have that desire to leave. I like to travel and I like to visit other places, but I just don't really see myself living anywhere else. So I can't really speak from that feeling, but it's like, if you know long-term that you don't see yourself living here, like don't deprive yourself. Like Logan said, it's it's your life. You know, you got to live it to the fullest. Yeah. And it's hard if your family and stuff is there. That's very hard. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, your family is not going to want you to sacrifice what you want just yeah. for them. Like they, they shouldn't at least <laughs> they shouldn't. And if they do, then that's an unhealthy dynamic in itself. But yeah, I, I, I personally in Wichita, like I love it because my family, friends, it's, it's comfort to me. It is very comfortable mm-hmm. for me to be there, but I just recognize that I was, not stuck I just wasn't being the best version of me and I felt like like I needed to sorry go ahead no you're good what were you gonna say I was gonna say like kind of like a plateau feeling yeah like I just felt like I needed more experiences to figure out like who I really was and am Mm -hmm. and I'm still figuring that out you know like and that's just something I couldn't get there but that doesn't mean that everybody can't yeah. do that there that's just my personal opinion and for the person who sent this in I'm guessing yours too so I would just say go for it yeah <laughs> rip the band-aid off and do it and yes. if you have somebody to move with too like not necessarily even like a romantic person but like a friend or somebody who's also trying to make that jump I would highly recommend moving with somebody just because it's mm-hmm. hard by yourself in a new place but if it is just you and you feel confident and you can keep yourself safe and just be aware of your surroundings and alert and all of those good things, do it. Just yeah. do it. Good advice. All right. Oh, gosh. Is this going to be another heavy one? <laughs> well, it's complicated. That's how they okay. start this out. They literally say this is kind of complicated. But okay. <laughs> it says, I'm a military brat and I don't really have a state that I've connected to. I left the state that I was in because of some complicated family issues. I moved to my grandparents in Oregon and hoped to have cheap housing while I went to college. However, my grandparents' health declined before I even started college. So now I have three options. One, I stay in Oregon, find cheap housing, and go to community college or do online school. Two, I do online school and move in with my current long-distance boyfriend who lives in Southern Cali. And California pays well in my field that I'm trying to go into. Three, 
do online school and go to Georgia where my friend lives. She said, or they said that they had three options, but they actually listed four here. So the fourth option is moving back to my dad's house, but I would be subjected to coming home and seeing my abuser almost on a daily basis, despite the restraining order. And if I reported the restraining order violation, I would get kicked out. Things to note, I have family in Oregon, but they like to claim that they help more than they actually do. The reason I would do online is because I would need time to obtain residency in any state that I go to. I have residency in Oregon and could stay in the place I am in for six more months. Also, any notes on financial aid would be appreciated, even if you don't have advice on the rest. It's a lot to process. (laughs) Well, first of all, that fourth that fourth option is no. Oh, that's don't a do not that. option. That's not even an option. Don't do that. Don't put yourself through that. Yeah, especially if you can avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I need more context. Like, why yeah. is she? Okay, so is she in Oregon, or are they in Oregon? Uh, they're, because so they're... of their grandparents health like are they trying to help out family or so i i'm taking it as i'm guessing the the poster is a she and i'm sorry if they're not but i'm guessing that she moved to oregon because she thought she could live in her grandparents house for cheap housing while she went to school but since their health is declining i'm wondering if it's a situation where they may not have that house much longer like they may be going to a home or something like assisted living or something so or they might it just might be too much for her to be there if she's in the way or, or something. Okay. I don't know. And then my next question would be like, is she not wanting to go to live with her boyfriend because she's like not trying to put all of her eggs in one basket, as we like yeah. to say? Like, I don't know what's going on there. Like, why is that not your first option? Yeah. To me, that's like kind of concerning, but maybe we don't know how old this person is so like maybe they're just really young and like they aren't sure like about the relationship long term and it maybe. could even be if i believe they're young as well and i'm wondering if maybe the boyfriend lives with his parents maybe that's yeah a, that could be a, a thing key in this i'm not sure man uh, this is tough <laughs> i i actually like she responded to our posts that we made but i also responded directly to her just cuz i felt like it was so much and i just yeah, She seems young and she seems like she's going through a lot of things that people her age don't need to go through. So I did respond mm-hmm. and, and I actually recommended first getting some therapy or mental health services because mm-hmm. it sounds like things happened in her childhood home that shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. and it's just not okay and she needs some time to heal from that before she's jumping all around and starting yeah. that next chapter. But I also told her that Oregon and California are are both some of the most expensive states to live in, I would say, like two of the most expensive states Mm -hmm. to live in in the U.S. So I'm like, if you're trying to make a living while you're going to school, I would definitely recommend if you're moving regardless, maybe move to somewhere in the Midwest. (laughs) It can be a little cheaper if you're trying to move alone. I don't know, but... I also suggested if her boyfriend is not, if long distance works for them right now and she's not trying to change that, maybe try out Georgia with her friend, you know, sometimes, a yeah. good, you know, a good friend can help you get through a hard time. So 
Honestly, I think that might be her best option because it sounds like Georgia is like a clean slate. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully her and this friend are close enough to where like they can keep that strong bond because, you know, things can happen, you know, every, everything might change whenever she gets there. But out of all of the options, I feel like that seems the safest. Yeah. For her. Because it sounds like. You know, whether she's staying in Oregon, if if she chose to stay in Oregon, it sounds like she's enduring a lot more, uh, what's the word I want to use? It just sounds like she's not in the best situation in Oregon, regardless, yeah. you know. I would say, this is what I'll say, because it's, what month is it? It's almost October. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing she's probably not starting school until... I mean, she might be starting in January, but I would assume probably not till like next year, next Maybe. August, right? Mm-hmm. My my advice: go to Georgia, be with your friend. If your long distance relationship is solid and and strong, and it's and it's not your first option to go live with your boyfriend, then maybe just keep that afloat. See how that goes. Mm-hmm. Take time to heal. Get yourself a job. Get some money saved up. That way, you can live on your own if you need to. And mm-hmm. Just see where that goes. And if it is supposed to be, then after you finish college or do a year or whatever you need to do, you can go live with your boyfriend or he can come live with you. You say California has good jobs in your field. Maybe just move out there once your schooling is done. I I don't know exactly what to tell you with all of that stuff. I'd have to know a lot more about the people that are involved in this. But I would Mm -hmm. say Georgia. that's That's my guess is you'll do a lot better in Georgia because like you said, JC, it'll be a, a clean slate and probably a lot more chance for healing if you're not mm-hmm. in a regular environment. Um, regarding FAFSA and financial aid and stuff like oh. that. Um, I Good even luck. told her, I was like, <laughs> I'm really not familiar with that stuff too much. It's very complicated, but mm-hmm. I'll say apply to every scholarship that, that you, you can even remotely qualify for because the worst case scenario is they say no you write a few essays you send a few videos of you talking about your goals and your ambitions and yada yada and hopefully you get a ton of of feedback from it also she said she's a military brat so look at the military options see if there's anything that they can help you do or any programs they can get you into at a discounted rate or even if your parent who, or your parents or whoever was in the military, if they left over any of their GI Bill for you or your siblings, see if you can utilize any of that. The military does provide a lot of resources and options for people, um, even if you're just like a dependent, like it was your parent or, or what have you. Um, but they're not always like out there. Sometimes you have to actually go searching for them. Like there are a lot of resources. So I would say start there make connections, email people, like, I would say that's a good place to start. But just know you might, it might not be something that's going to be at your feet, you might have to look for it and dig for it. Same thing with scholarships and grants and financial aid, you might have to do some, some work for it. But there are options out there. Very true. I think it's also good to know, like, kind of, like I said earlier, I think it's just good advice in general, not to put air quote all of your eggs in one basket if you know what I mean like kind of 
uh, how would you elaborate elaborate on that? How do you, like, do you mean it's not a good idea for her to go live with her boyfriend and get settled there because what if they don't work out? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I thought that too. I mean, if they've only been long distance, it's very admirable that they've been doing good and have had a strong relationship, but like being in person together is a lot different. So yeah, I would hate for her to go to California and become a resident there, get enrolled in a school there, get a job there. And then something happened with her boyfriend and she's back at square one where she's like, I can't afford to live here by myself. And I don't know what to do. So I say Georgia. Mm -hmm. That's my final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Final answer. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. I got, where'd it go? This is my last one here. Okay. It says, how can I help someone when they're not doing okay? I have a lot of online friends and they often vent to me. I'm always happy to listen and to know that they trust me, but I can never give advice or really help. I know most of the time they just want to get it off of their chest. I simply feel like I'm not doing enough to make them feel better. Can someone inform me of a good way to help people out online? I think you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. honestly you are not a <laughs> licensed professional and you are not going to be able to help them like no there's a difference between you venting with your friend and them venting with you and you guys just letting it out and and kind of getting it off your chest like you said but there's a total difference to when your friends are coming to you consistently with mental health crises that you are ill-equipped to handle Yeah. The best advice I could say to tell them and to help them through it is to very politely and respectfully ask them if they have talked to a professional or are interested in talking to a professional or if you can help them find a professional that will be able to better assist them. Yes, because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know how close you are to these people. You say that they're online friends. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I can't relate to that. So I don't know. But what I'm thinking is like, why are you letting it affect your life? You know, Mm -hmm. why? It sounds like this person might be very empathetic with these people. And Mm -hmm. they're like taking on their problems when it doesn't have to be that way. It's like, like you said, it sounds like, you know, that they're just trying to get it off their chest just let them vent and then they're the ones that have to figure it out not you it's not your job to figure it out for them yeah I I agree and I get it I've been there too where it's like these people are going through so many things and you just want to take it on and help them and but you you can't like at the end of the day it's their life and if you want to be supportive and give them kind words and reassure them that everything's going to be okay that's awesome and if it's if that's all they need that's great but if they continuously come to you with bigger issues and you can just tell that you're not able to give them the help that they need that's when I really think you need to like consider discussing them talking to somebody else because you're not a professional and you can't feel guilty about not being there for them when that's not your job you're just their friend 
and that's not fair to you and it's not fair to them. That's a bad dynamic to start. So yeah, encourage them to seek more professional advice if they need it. But if they're just venting, just kick back and vent. Just yeah. <laughs> Just let them vent, you vent too, and and then let it be and move on to the next conversation. If they're always venting to you, then that's not really a friendship. That's Mm -hmm. them just coming to you when they want to complain and talk about the things that change in their life. And that's not fair. Yeah, that's them taking advantage. Yeah, even if they don't see it that way, even if you don't see it that way, that's an unhealthy dynamic that you need to just nip in the bud because that's not a fulfilling friendship. Mm-hmm. that's just you taking on their problems <laughs> right for no reason <laughs> yeah so that's my advice I would just say that that person kind of sounds like they're younger too maybe their friends are younger so there's a lot of learning at that age we've all mm-hmm. been there especially when you have that online friendship yeah you know? but you still have to know your boundaries and you have to let them have their boundaries too so yeah that's that's all what I will say about that. Um, my last one is they said, hey, guys, I really want to start my own podcast, but I'm nervous, too. What advice would you give someone wanting to make one? Um, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we went we contemplated the idea for like almost a year, I want to say. Yeah, like, it was a long time. It's like as many times as we brought it up, we were like why don't we just do it? Like, like let's just stop talking about been, it. Yeah. We could have already devoted time to it and got it up and running by now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with like, quarantine and everything. Right. <laughs> but I'm yeah, happy we did it. I think it's a good, a good thing for us to do. And every week it's really fun for us to record and edit and piece it all together and, mm-hmm. and put it out there. And at the end of the day, it is for us. I think that's a good thing to remind yourself too, is like, what's your goal going into it? Like, are you trying to be on the top 10 Apple podcast of the week or trying to make money from it? Or are you just doing it to have fun? Right. Is it like a passion project? Or is it like, I want this to pay my bills? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because those have very different things to go into it if it's just for yeah. fun there's literally you don't have to put any money into it to no you to don't do at it. all so I would say go for it if it's something more I would do a ton of research because yeah it can be really hard to get into that kind of stuff it is and you know even with us you know like we want to try to broaden our audience and Mm -hmm. I they have a lot of courses and stuff on like marketing and you know social media and things that you can do if you're wanting it to be something bigger Mm -hmm. um so yeah you can it it all depends on the motive and at the end of the day I just think it's something really fun to do and uh kind of gives my week a sense of purpose (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's just, it's a fun little hobby. I agree with JC. Do the research and look at the analytics because there's a lot that goes into how you can promote yourself and how you can reach larger audiences and things like that. That's just Mm -hmm. something we haven't even touched because that's not our goal with this. Like we both have full-time jobs. This is just for fun. But if you want it to be more of a career or popular type of thing, then... Yeah, 
do your research and spend a few months doing that before you kick off because you'd want to know more rather than less when you start and you want to start off on the right foot. You know, it's interesting that we got this question because I recently just watched a video of one of my regular YouTubers that I watch and Mm -hmm. she's like a commentary channel and I just really enjoy listening to her and um, she made a video about like podcasts or like the new thing for YouTubers and it's like I it's so true like almost Was it every single... glow yes do you watch did her? I tell you about her I thought I told you about her I don't know you might have but like I just oh, yeah, recently yeah, yeah. I saw that sorry I totally cut you off <laughs> no you're fine um but yeah I just love listening to her and she always does like really good research for her videos she does and she was saying how um you know like almost every single big youtuber not even like necessarily big but like it's just like a a meme at this point like they make a podcast and I feel like it makes sense for them you know they already have these massive followings and it's like I don't know I it's like almost an unfair advantage but it's like not at the same time because they've worked however long to gain their following on YouTube so it's like they they get to start with a lot more followers on their end. So just keep that in mind whenever you're wanting to start this, like really understand like why you're wanting to do it. Yeah. I think had we You can't let the numbers get to you. Oh no. Yeah. I think had we had different expectations, it would be stressful. Like it wouldn't be like fun for us to do. Yeah. And like you said, I don't understand how people who are in those positions do it with the numbers and the comments and all of those things. It's like, I, I, it's just, it seems like it's a very emotionally taxing career to have. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good luck to them. Good luck to you. If that's what you're wanting, I hope it's more of a hobby just because. I would I would definitely recommend starting it out at least as a hobby. Mm-hmm. But if you do want to make it big and you say you can you think you can do it, you got what it takes, then do the research and stick with it. Yeah. Stick with it. That's a big thing too. Like don't let anything discourage you if in the first couple months you're not seeing what you want to see or getting what you want to get. It's like give yourself some time because it'll come in waves. People will be interested and then they might find something else and then more people will be interested and then they might find something else. So it's, you know, you just got to make the entertainment and the content that you want to and, and see what happens. I I totally agree with that. And I Um, think that's an awesome one to end off on. I think so too. As always, we are open for suggestions. Like I said earlier, just give us an email or shoot us a message on Facebook or, um, Instagram and we're on TikTok. I I I would say I made a funny TikTok today, right? Oh my I'm, god, I loved it. I'm so like behind the curve with TikTok, but it took me like a good 30 minutes to do it, but I did it and I think it's pretty funny. So, it is so check funny. That out. Dog Diaries Pod, check it out. Yes, please. That was so it it deserves the attention. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We hope you either got your advice questions answered I know we didn't answer all of them but we picked out the ones we thought people could relate to the most or needed the most attention 
Yes. And we'll definitely do another segment like that again soon. So if you have anything, mm-hmm. feel free to let us know. And we will catch you guys next week. Yep. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. <laughs> I hate us. Okay, no. hold on. Hang on. We don't have to do it together. No, we do. We do? Okay. Yeah. Okay, ready? Peace. <sighs> <laughs> no, I was not ready. <laughs> okay. Peace. Peace. What the hell? I thought we did it. I, I think there's a lag. I think there's a oh. lag. Okay. I really do. All right. That's fine. Peace, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>